So I've recently been really into the look of a t-shirt with either baggy jeans or cargo pants. And I kind of didn't have that many t-shirts because I feel like I normally wear more tank tops or long sleeves. And in my search, I realized it's kind of hard to find the perfect tee, whether it's a fit thing or a material thing. So naturally I went to my holy grail skims, which you guys know, especially if you've been listening since the OG days, you know how big of a fan I am of this brand. And of course, leave it to Kim to make the perfect t-shirt. So the first one I want to tell you about is the soft smoothing t-shirt. I have this in the short sleeve and the long sleeve. It's really comfortable, but also very flattering. It's kind of this material that snatches you. And the thing that I like about it is you can dress it up. So I wore that during the day and at night we had a dinner. I just threw on like an oversized leather jacket and it was such like an effortless and comfortable yet also elevated look. And then second of all, the boyfriend t-shirts, which these, I know they say this a lot, but it may be one of the most comfortable products they make. I've also gotten these for so many people, guys, girls, everyone is a fan. Like once you try it on, you will see what I mean. If you just don't want to take it off, it is literally butter. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Okay, I'm about to compare two things that you probably have not thought of in relation to one another, but once I say it, I think you're really gonna get it, which is that if you think back on a not so great relationship you've had in the past, it may have some glaring similarities to your relationship with your wireless carrier. So. For example, in the beginning, it's smooth sailing. You can tell the person is really all in on you. Their communication is great. They're being really attentive to your needs. And then slowly over time, the effort is a little bit less. Maybe they even have a wandering eye. And if any of this sounds like your wireless carrier, it might be time to put an end to the yada yada. Now at Metro, you can get that new customer feeling again and again. Introducing MetroFlex. More than just free phones when you join, get the same great deals as new customers on 5G phones like Samsung, Motorola, and Revel when you stay 12 months and trade in a phone. It's the first of many initiatives we're making to ensure all of our customers feel valued. That's not a yada yada. Stop by your neighborhood Metro store, bring your number and ID, and sign up for an eligible MetroFlex plan. Okay, we're going to start by talking to you guys about Postmates. We have never been so excited to do an ad, like, ever, because we live for Postmates. No, Am I exaggerating in no, the slightest? No, of course you're not exaggerating. <laughs> like, okay, so this is, the read is, other than your absolute best friends, who could you ask to bring you red wine at 4 p.m., sushi at 9 p.m., and a breakfast burrito at 8 a.m., Postmates? But, like, yeah, it's actually so true. Julie and I, it is the only food delivery we use. I do celery juice at, like, 7 a.m., which she thinks is ridiculous and isn't out of bed yet. We do sushi every night. I mean, I— I could not speak more highly of a company or a brand. No, I couldn't either. Yeah, I mean, you guys know, it's basically amazing. The best thing about this is that there's no more trips to the store. So sometimes even if the store is closed, you just don't feel like it. You're in your robe. You're, I don't know what you're doing and you just don't feel like leaving. Um, It's so convenient. Like you don't even have to know where the store is or if what the store exists. You type in what you're in the mood for and it gives you a million options. Um, The best thing about this is like, it's not just in one city. So we do this in LA all the time, especially like remember we got to LA last time. I didn't know where to get celery juice, panicked for a second. And then you realize it's <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they just come so quick, so easy. Um, I, I Seriously, it's the best. It's 24 hours a day, um, 365 days a year. They'll bring you what you want within the hour. You can download the app for iOS or Android for free. You browse local restaurants and businesses. Um, you track your delivery. It's seriously anything you're craving. They deliver it. It's the largest on-demand network in the known universe with more than 25,000 partner merchants, which is insane. I had no idea. <laughs> We're learning so much today. Um 
I'm telling you guys, this is the place to get your food. So for a limited time, they're giving our Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. So to start your free deliveries, download the app right now and use code CELEBS. Again, that's code CELEBS for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. You get anything you need, anytime you need it. Download Postmates and save with code CELEBS. I'm telling you, you will not regret this in the slightest. Hi guys, I'm Emma. And I'm Julie. And we're the girls behind Commons by Celebs. And I'm sorry we're a day late, but we are ready to go. Just backstory for everybody that's inboxing us. I was away this last week. I was in um, Germany and Vienna, and I literally got off the plane at Newark and came directly here. So this is as fast as we could have possibly released it. And there's so much to talk about, so I'm so happy to be back. I can't believe uh, you're only gone for a week. I know, Julie. I thought you were gone for a year. No, Julie, because Isabel's gone too. So Julie was the only one in the States, and we were both in different time zones. It was—I'm not going to say it was stressful because I think we handled it well, but there were definitely some anxiety producing yeah, moments. Yeah, I almost, I like thought about getting like a body pillow <laughs> to like replace you, not like to like sleep with, just to like have it sit on like the other end of the couch, and, like look up from your phone every 10 minutes and like ask me to like talk about a problem or something. But I survived. She survived, but it was rough. Um, also, okay, want to preface by saying yes, because I just have to get it out. I know we talked about the Kardashian at the end. Yes, of course, we're going to do the regular episode tomorrow. And tomorrow we are going to break down the entire first episode. I was literally in a German village with no service when it aired and couldn't watch it yet. So I still, like, no bullshit, haven't watched it yet. I'm leaving right from here to go watch. We're going to take intensive notes. Julie already told me, she's like, you're going to want to fuck Scott in this episode more than anything you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. No, it's not okay. I know. I'm so excited They should have put it. a warning on it. It really, it, oh my God. We'll, we'll get into we'll it. We'll get though. into it after we will in the Kardashian recap. But for those of you that were inboxing us, like, Yes. Just, yes, we feel you. Um, and before we start on the news stories for the day, I want to take a moment, because we haven't been able to do this, to just acknowledge the fabulosity that was Justin Sylvester. I've never had more fun in my life. In our lives. So for anybody that didn't listen um, or doesn't know, Justin Sylvester, at the Ladies Dinner on Instagram, came last week. He hosts Daily Pop, and he was in New York for the day, so he came and did the show. This guy, seriously, like, we were, t- we were talking about the people that were in the room. It was like five of us. And when we finished, we took off our headphones, and we were like, that energy was fucking exhilarating, right? Oh my God, it was it was like magnetic. And the feedback that we got was so awesome. Like you guys were as into it as we were and could totally tell how amazing he was. So thank you for everyone that listened. Um, and we just had the best time ever when we wanted to thank him again for coming. Okay, let's get into the news stories for this week. There's a decent amount to get into. So first is obviously the tragic passing of Nipsey Hussle. This was so unbelievably sad. Um, He's a rapper. He was 33 years old, and he was murdered on Sunday outside of his store in South L.A. So the suspect, the guy's name is Eric Holder, is currently in custody. What happened was the woman who drove the getaway car, um, who apparently had no knowledge of what was going on or transpired, turned to the suspect, turned him into the cops. Um, And apparently there's no charges currently being brought against her. Also, the suspect was like, actually found when he was checking himself into a mental institution. Right. Which, the whole thing is insane. So, let me give you a little bit of background on this guy, and then um, we'll get more into it. So, he he was married to Lauren London. They began dating in 2013, and they had their first child together in 2016. He also had one daughter from a previous relationship. So, he was a father and a husband. Um, He had a huge influence in the hip-hop community and the betterment of his community. So, the crazy thing about this is like makes it even so much more sad is that the day after he was scheduled to have a meeting with the LAPD and Jay-Z's Rock Nation to discuss youth and gang violence 
and all of this stuff. He was, like, very vocal about um, putting an end to this type of stuff. So the fact that he was then killed, it just makes this already sad story, like, so much sadder. Um, I, I don't know if you can agree with me, but I kind of felt like when someone dies in Hollywood, it's obviously really sad, and we see an outpouring. But I don't remember uh, the last time I've seen the hip-hop community come out like this, with the exception of Kim Porter. Yeah, I mean, it was— is because when you have somebody who works so hard for the betterment and is such a positive influence in that community and they're taken away by the violence they fought against, it's just like, it's so tragic. And it, I think everybody felt that. It was really tragic reading. Some of those, oh my God, his his bodyguard did this post. I'll, we can find the name and I can uh, put it on our story. He did this whole post just saying, he's like, I'm sitting here in tears. He's like, I'm quitting being a bodyguard. Like, I I can't believe that you're gone. from. It was, it was tragic. I wanted to read this one thing that Julie found. Um posted by someone who's not famous, and I'm sure most of you didn't didn't see it, but I think that it really speaks to his character. This girl Instagrams, Hello, neighborhood. I've been trying to call in all morning and couldn't get through the phone lines. I just wanted to share a quick story with your team. My husband has been assigned to the Crenshaw District to upgrade and replace the streetlights. For the past months, my husband has been telling me stories about this amazing shop owner who always comes out with snacks, waters, and sodas. Every time, the shop owner thanks him for work and upgrading the area. A few times, the shop owner tried hooking up my husband with free merch. My husband would tell me what a cool and really nice guy he was. Yesterday, my husband called me crying and very distraught. He told me, you know that shop owner who I'm always telling you about? I was like, yeah, what's up? He then proceeded to tell me, well, I just saw his pictures on the news, and it turns out it was Nipsey Hussle. My husband is just a simple streetlight electrician, and no one has ever been so kind to him on the job. This short story is just a small example of a great man's character. I'm so sad. I don't know about you guys, but I got the chills reading that all over again. I think it's just such a— you know, people always say that, like, you can tell the most about a person what they do when they're not being acknowledged for it, right? So clearly, he that wasn't a public thing that he did that for that guy, but it made his day. And I just, I don't know, it's just so sad. There's no, there's no like, silver lining here. It's a really tragic story. And obviously, our thoughts are with him and his family and anybody who knew him. Okay, moving on now to, I'm warning you, it's not going to be pretty talking about this next one because there's just a lot going on, right? It's a lot. It's a lot. Okay. Justin and Haley's pregnancy prank and it not being well-received. So for anybody unaware, on April Fool's, Justin posts a, a picture of a sonogram, a fake sonogram, which you could tell it was fake. Like it was just, the baby was too far along. It was, it said 2012 in the top. Like yeah, it was clearly it was, fake. It was like the first one on Google Images. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Similar to Little Zan, if you were following. I was just going to ask. I was just going to say, I think it's the same one Little Zan's girlfriend used. <laughs> Those of you who have been listening for a long time will get that reference. Um, so Haley comments, like, very funny, dot, dot, dot. And Julie sends me the comment. It was, like, two minutes old. And we were like, holy shit, we have to post this, right? Like, whether or not they're pregnant, which there was a 0% part of us that believed that, like, th- them still pulling a pregnancy joke on April Fool's is still news. Like, whether right. or not you— Good news, bad good news, news, bad news, it's news. still news. Like, that's a that's a huge story. So we posted it. Um, with the caption something like that mini mini heart attack when you forget it's April Fool's for a second and think Justin is about to be a father because for a split second we all and by all I mean the team of three of us did think that okay so we post it whatever we're just like talking and we see the comments rolling in in paragraphs people just saying like how disgusting it was of him to do that and how so many women in in you know struggle with even getting pregnant in the first place and how could he not be evolved enough to understand that April Fool's is not the time to joke about this which a thousand percent agree. And then some people, I mean, the majority of the people were critical towards him, but some people were also upset with us that we would kind of post that and promote that. So at first I'm like, Julie, do you think we should delete it? And she's like, no, like, 
let's keep it. We, our stance was like, I totally agree. The second he did it, we both said, this is, it, it's classless. Like it's not, we didn't think it was funny. We thought it was classless, but we still felt like it's our job to kind of report on the news. There's so much stuff that we don't report on, but that was one where we felt like, let's, let's do it. it. It was a story. We eventually ended up deleting the post because it got such backlash. It wasn't, again, it wasn't really targeted at us. It was a lot more at him, but he had, the whole thing happened is that he ended up having to then come out on social media and apologize. He posted a screenshot of an article saying like Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber in hot water over pregnancy prank, right? Right. And he basically posted this thing like, "I'm sorry, that was not my intention. Um, I don't think it's a joke. We were just trying to be funny." Right. Oh my god. Here's my thing on it. Like, and then you can tell me what you think. I, my mom lost right after, my mom had me when she was 39 and all they wanted was another kid. And right after me, my mom got pregnant and she had a miscarriage. And I remember witnessing firsthand how tragic that was. And that's not a laughing matter in the slightest. I guess maybe, and this is me, like the optimist in me is I try to judge people on their intentions because I think we all wish that we could be judged on our intentions. There was a 0% part of Bieber that was doing that with any sort of malicious intent or or to upset any women who have right. suffered from that. He was genuinely trying to be lighthearted. And yeah, maybe he wasn't educated enough. And this was a way to kind of educate him as to how that's not a joke. But I just never felt like he was doing it maliciously. And I feel like for everybody to just come at him so aggressively was maybe not the best way for it to be handled. My feeling is, and I, I don't know if you saw this, but I, I think you did after we had posted it, was I had earlier in the day seen that stat that went around about like, don't um, fake a pregnancy as an April Fool's joke. It's not funny. Here are the stats on women who have had miscarriages. Here are the stats on women who have trouble conceiving. Um, in my opinion, if I had not seen that earlier in the day, I don't know if I would have thought, like, this is so fucked up. Like, I don't know if I would have had that thought process. And I think that that was, like, the almost innocence of Justin Bieber posting it and just not realizing the malicious, like, that it could be seen at, with malicious intent. Exactly. Like, there was... I swear to God, I didn't feel at all like he was doing that um, purposely to to hurt anyone. I think everybody would agree he wasn't. And we certainly were not. I mean, we thought it was classless, and that's definitely not the way that we wouldn't have joked about that. But we still felt like Haley commenting on that, like, that's that's a story. So we ended up deleting it just because we, you know, we didn't want to kind of be part of that narrative anymore. But um, it was a a tough one. Those are the types of decisions where we kind of, like, talk to each other, like, are we going to— what are we going to do? And we ended up deleting it. Um, what, we, what we were saying is most other celebrities, I think, when they post something like that, which obviously they know is going to make headlines everywhere, maybe consult like one to two members of their team. And I think that if Justin would have done that, he would have recognized that it was about to be a PR nightmare. But I think based on the way he's been recently, I don't think he—I think he kind of just posts what he wants to post. Similarly, do you know what I'm going to say, Julie, that the Kim Porter thing? Yes. So I don't know if you guys saw this, but Diddy posted um, a picture also last week of him and Kim years ago. And it was this whole long thing. And it was really sad. Just talking about how much he missed her. And people were commenting like, yeah, but you didn't marry her when you had the chance to, which was like such a mean thing to say after the fact, like, give this guy a break. And he's like, I know I didn't. I was stupid. I should have. It was really, really emotional. Anyway, Justin reposts the picture with the caption like, Diddy for Drew House, because the outfit that he was wearing looked like something in Justin's new clothing line. Again, he got an insane amount of backlash. Like, dude, are you seriously using the picture that Diddy used to mourn his baby mama for your company? And he was like, that wasn't my, I didn't mean it. 
Yeah, poor beaver can't catch a break. <laughs> he can't, this kid can't catch a fuck. I mean, but the thing is, like, just ask someone. If you ask, I bet if it's one person on his PR team. Even Haley, it doesn't mean like. Well, that's my question. Do you think, that's what I was curious about. What do you think is the inner workings of their dialogue when it comes to this type of stuff? That's what I'm so curious about. I think that with the pregnancy prank, Haley was probably on board. And I think a lot of the prank came from the fact that he put up that long Instagram post. And one of the things he said in the previous Instagram post was like, so I can be the best husband and father. And everyone was kind of speculating. And I think they're like, how funny would it be if like we played on the fact that you said that in your post and people thought we were pregnant anyway. With the Kim thing, the the picture of Diddy and Kim Porter, I think he just literally wasn't thinking and didn't run it by Haley. I'm just like, I think he literally saw the picture very quickly and just posted it. Like he's been doing that with like Drew House things. So like, I just think he didn't realize. Yeah. Like, and I guess, and yet it's on him. Like, I'm not for a second saying like, you know, pleading ignorance. Like, I think he, he should know and he should be more informed. But you know what? This is how people have to learn. I don't know if you saw this, but I don't, I don't know if it was on his post or someone's post, but talking about how he got all the backlash and Ari from The Bachelor responds like, yeah, I learned my lesson the hard way last year because he made the exact same April Fool's joke. And I think that this, I think this is just like an every year thing that there's always that one male celebrity that like wasn't aware that this is like really offensive to women. And then they have to learn by getting the shit beat out of them on social media. So listen, Justin, he did, he took one for the next generation, I guess. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. I'll be shocked if somebody makes that joke next year. Like, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like everyone had to have learned their lesson. There's, trust me, Julie, there's Who do you people. think is going to do it next year? <laughs> I don't know, but I feel like I want to warn them because I hated it. I, like, I had no—there's a 0% part of us. I think this goes for pretty much everything. When someone is getting, like, again, the shit beat out of them on Instagram in the comment section, that we enjoy it. We hate it. Even though it has nothing to do with us, we absolutely it hate so it. so much anxiety. Such secondhand anxiety. I'm like, please, please, please either turn off the comments or delete the post or something. Why don't they ever turn off the comments? If they're so, like, rigid and sticking with it, that's fine. But, like— the only time that I, and I'm not going to say I liked it because I still thought that it was really classless, but the only time I wasn't like, no, everyone stop and droves was when people were going ham on Tristan. I was like, yeah. I love that. I was like, I'm not going to tell you to keep going, but I'm not necessarily going to tell you to also, stop. Also, the snake emojis on Taylor Swift's picture. Uh, there, I said it. I'm not taking it back. <laughs> Somebody messaged us and was like, way to stay impartial. But I was like, Emma said it. I didn't say I was going to be impartial. <laughs> no, I said she was going to try to be objective. And I think she did a good job. We're referencing the whole Kardashian feud episode where we talked about the Taylor one. Um, anyway, so that was that. I just felt like we had to touch on it because it was so fucking intense. I, if I could, if someone said to me, what's one thing you want to know about Hollywood right now? Or like you could have, a, a, you know, a glass wall into something. It would be, as I said, the inner workings of Justin and Haley. Fucking fascinating. Aside from like how badly we want to see them have sex, it's it's everything else. Mine would be like, <laughs> mine would be everyone that's ever attempted to educate Justin Bieber being like, why did no one teach him about periods and commas? Like <laughs> all of them in a group chat, like who who was supposed to teach Justin about punctuation? <laughs> he actually, he got to the point where he acknowledged it in his last post. He's like, sometimes I just write like a text, so fucking just get used to it. <laughs> it's so funny because when I was in like middle school and I was writing things, I started writing my text like as proper grammar because I, I noticed it coming out in my essays and I was like I was like I need to train myself to do it better yeah obviously Justin did not learn that lesson right which again not his fault it's just part of and being I write in the with industry. amazing punctuation in my text oh yeah you totally do we yeah. both do I mean yeah. unless I'm lazy but yeah um <laughs> what do I always say nothing gets me going like hi Ivan oh baby <laughs> That's like our joke because it's so true. Guys that t- correct that text with correct punctuation just like turns us on more, right? Yeah. Like when a guy hits you with the no no with the U space R. Oh my god! I know, I know. Um, okay, moving on now to which clearly Haley doesn't care about. I guess. Like just, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Haley Bieber does not care about <laughs> punctuation. And <laughs> Imagine that was in the freedom. Um, okay. <laughs> Next, Harry and Meghan join Instagram. So Mazel Tov, they're on Instagram as Sussex Royals. <laughs> Watch out, Gary Gennetti. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're shit. They're fucking on to you. There's no way they're ever, like, doing that themselves. What do you mean? The like, actual Instagram? No chance. No, but you know that they're going to approve. Like, it's going to, I think the yeah, thing about yeah, it, yeah. This, is a hu- this is a huge deal. Like, whether or not you like Harry and Meghan or you have any interest in the royal family, the fact that for so many years it was so, so, so forbidden to have any sort of social media presence, and now, in a way, they really are, that's like Well, news. they still can't have, like, personal Instagrams. No, like, but this is, the mo- this is definitely the most intimate they've ever gotten on social media. It's, like, the caption in the picture was, like, dash Harry and Meghan. Yeah, hyphen. Well, I think she probably misses social media, so I'm sure she has a fence down I'm there. Sure. You think she does? Oh my god, she has to. You don't go from like, like being a normal actress in Hollywood who like Instagrams and like posts things all the time and like loves social media to like not being able to use it at all. Yeah, I'm fun. sure she has some very very secret burner account that like maybe even her friends don't know about. Well, something we learned is that every single celebrity does. Yeah, there are some that have it like that they actually post on it with like stuff only for certain people, or there are ones that. Just have it to stalk people. Those comments must be a motherfucking gold mine. Oh my god, a gold mine. But we'll never be on to them. Or don't say never. Well, we I could. didn't say never. You did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm so used to you saying never that when it's me, the one with the pessimist, I'm like, Julie, stop. Um, <laughs> isn't that exactly what just happened? It's exactly what just happened. Okay, moving on now to Ariana. So, Ariana comes out with this a lyric in her new song, Monopoly. Um, it's with her and her best friend, Victoria Monet. And Victoria sings, I like women and men. And Ariana emphasizes with, like, one of her, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to try? Yeah. <laughs> I actually haven't listened to the song yet, which is, like, very off-brand for me. So the internet went wild wondering if Ariana was saying that she was bisexual. Um, and she responded by saying she doesn't need to put a label on it, which, like, fuck yes, yeah, she doesn't. It's 2019. She can do whatever she wants. But it was just interesting. I This has never been spec—has it been speculated about her before? No, I don't think so. Or at least publicly. There haven't been, like, stories. Like, for example, Kendall Jenner, there's a new story every week, like— Yeah, speculating Speculating it. it. We never really heard about Ariana, potentially because of her tumultuous past in terms of male relationships or not. But either way, regardless of it, who cares? But I just thought that it was an interesting thing to touch on because I had no idea that that was something that she— Yeah, me neither. I always say, everybody's a little gay. Yeah. It's it's true. It's 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 a sliding scale. It's a sliding scale. So we're going to take a quick break to tell you guys about Stamps.com. Here's the thing. Nobody really has time to go to the post office. You're busy. Who has time for all the traffic, parking, lugging all your mail and packages? It is a real hassle. So that is why you need Stamps.com. It's one of the most popular time-saving tools for small businesses like us, and we can speak from experience. This is really, really helpful. So Stamps.com um, eliminates trips to the post office and saves you money with discounts that you can't even get at the post office. So basically what they do is they bring all of the services of the post office right to your computer. So whether you're a small office sending invoices or an online seller shipping out products or even a warehouse sending thousands of packages a day, Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. So the way it works is you just use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. And once your mail is ready, you just hand it to your mail carrier or drop it in the mailbox. It's that simple. Super easy. Like, for me, here's the thing. I know technically going to the post office isn't that big of a deal, but in my head, I always make it up to be this huge thing. So to have this and be able to, like, add some ease to the situation really helps me. Julie <laughs> Julie can speak from experience that I was definitely more calm when I could do this instead of having to bring it there. We were at oh my, my house. Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. Um, so basically how it works is with stamps.com, you get $0.05 cents off every first-class stamp and up to 40% off priority mail. 
Also, not to mention it's a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters. It's a no-brainer, honestly. It saves you time and money, and it's no wonder that over 700,000 small businesses already use Stamps.com. So right now, our listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. So you just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in Celebs. Again, that's Stamps.com and enter Celebs. Honestly, it's 2019. Like, not doing this is just... It's just, there's no need for it. It's really, really helpful and it makes things a lot more efficient. And we're all about efficiency, especially when getting things out that can be time sensitive. So we speak highly of this and you guys should definitely give it a try. Again, it's stamps.com and enter celebs. Okay, so did, I wonder if, how many people saw the pink clapback thing? Like, do you think what we're talking about people are going to know or they're going to wait for us to read it? I think either way, we probably have to read it, well, but they, they, they read might it, know. I'm just curious if they know. So I love when we say we're going to have to read it, knowing <laughs> full well that you're reading it. So Pink posted um, a picture of her and and her kids, and the her son wasn't wearing a diaper, and like she didn't even notice that when she posted it because that's obviously not where her head's at, and the internet went fucking wild. So she then reposts the picture, turns off the comments, and makes the caption: "There's something seriously wrong with a lot of you out there going off about my baby's penis, about circumcision. Are you for real? As any normal mother at the beach, I didn't even notice he took off his swim diaper." I deleted it because you're all fucking disgusting. And now I'm turning off my comments and shaking my head at the state of social media and keyboard warriors and the negativity negativity that you bring to other people's lives. There's something seriously wrong with a lot of you out there. Shaking my fucking head. Here's a picture of the pelican we obviously caught and abused for hours before dangling baby peanuts in its face. Because <laughs> another thing she got was like, you caught caught this pelican and now you're... Like, the whole thing was insane. So the picture that she re-uploaded was like a scribbled out over, over that area. This was the type of situation where I could feel her vicarious frustration. Yeah, I mean, how could you not? The kid is literally two, if that. I, I'll never understand. The internet's a weird place, Em. It's a weird fucking place. I mean, we benefit from the weirdness in a lot of ways. Yeah, but we also don't when people are taken no, to the next level. take it to the next level. It's, it's unbelievable. I just, I, I feel so bad. I feel like we bypassed, luckily, the age of really growing up in this. Like, I could not imagine what it would be like if I was yeah. in high school, like, 15 years old, and I was every single thing I had to be so hyper-conscious of. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. It's it's real. People are really fucking brutal. Yeah. they No, they they are. It's it's a lot. It's a, I would never have a public Instagram account. Like, I don't know how people do it. No. Never. Like a, and I don't even post anything. I don't This is the thing. We, don't, we barely post on our personal accounts, but still the idea of, like, everybody has, having access just freaks me out for some reason. Totally. I don't want you to, like, just leave, leave me be. Yeah. You know? I'll take my, like, 25 comments from my good friends that are, like, so pretty with hearts. And 25. <laughs> what a flex. Everyone's <laughs> like, she has 25 comments and it's on private? <laughs> hey, a lot of them are with you. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's true. Um, okay, we are about to move on to our award ceremony. But before we do so, we want to talk to you guys about Tiki's. So we have spoken about them before. They are the shoe brand. But I realized that we didn't even tell you, like, the background. So I want to do that because I think it's interesting and kind of feeds into the story. So I'm literally learning so much today. No, I know you are. Um, So Tiki's was founded by a husband and wife duo, Carly and Jesse Burnett. And Carly came up with the idea when she was in St. Bart's, which for any of you who have been to St. Bart's, it is – this shoe line is literally the epitome of St. Bart's. Just, like, simple, beautiful, neutral – so they returned to St. Parts every year with their two kids. And that's kind of like where this was born. So we've talked about them at length. They are really amazing. They're leather sandals, and they just launched vegan leather, actually, called the Matte Collection. Um, 
again, they're handcrafted in Brazil. Beyonce, Angelina Jolie, Cindy Crawford, Steph Shep, they all own them. Also, Anna Wintour bought tikis for all of the women at her daughter B. Schaefer's wedding, which is such a fun fact. Did you know that? Uh, no, that's it, amazing. That's amazing. Like, if that's not the ultimate stamp of, like, this shit's cool, that I can't think of when Anna Wintour wants to make you her daughter's bridal shower gift. No, that's amazing. Like, put that on my resume. If I yeah, was them, seriously. Yeah, forget about that it. That would be my main tagline. I know. <laughs> the, the other cool thing about it is that the monogramming. So as you guys know, we love monogram stuff, like towels, sheets, bags, Ugh, monogram Louis UK just gets me uh, going, literally yeah. gets me going. Fuck yeah. Um, but anyway, so you can monogram the shoes, um, which is, again, perfect for bridal parties or goodie bags or birthday gifts. Um, and they just launched their nudes collection, which was also designed to match every skin tone. Fun fact, cocoa butter is their best-selling shade. Um, they We just love them. And seriously, if you guys have any interest in trying them, definitely do so. It's T-K-E-E-S. And listeners get 15% off with the code CBC. So you go to www.tkeeescom slash CBC to check out the pairs that they have. Again, that's www.tkeescom slash CBC to check out the pairs they have. And you will get 15% off. Try it. Tell us what you think. We love them. Um, huge fans. Yeah, huge fans of this brand, honestly. Your everyday makeup routine is very specific to you. Like I know some people that will die on the full glam hill every single day, no matter what they're doing a full beat. I know other people that super fresh face, like maybe mascara if you're lucky, but other than that, they're kind of going with nothing. Like I just think it is one of those things that is so personal. For me, I'm not a huge makeup wearer during the day, but like I would say on an average day, I'm doing a little bit of mascara, a little bit of inner corner highlighter and then lip gloss. Like that's kind of my go-to. So if I'm doing that, obviously I need a good mascara, which is why recently I've been very into the Thrive Cosmetics Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. I'll tell you more about it in a second, but I first just want to say that for every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive, which I just think is a great initiative for a company. And with this particular mascara, so you've seen this before. It's like the viral turquoise mascara that you'll see all over social media. I saw it all over the internet before I ever tried it. And it's a unique formula that creates tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. Super easy to remove, slides right off with warm water, doesn't leave smudges. And it has nourishing ingredients that support longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time. So refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash CBC. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash CBC for 10% off your first order. Okay, let's transition now to our award ceremony. This is the part of the episode where we crown the funniest comment and the best clapback of the week. I'm excited for this one. I don't yeah, know why. Too. I don't know why either, but. <laughs> okay, so first for funniest, it actually wasn't a comment. It was a caption, but we saw this and we're like, we fucking have to post it. It did really well. It was the Tyler Perry one. Should I read it? Yeah, I mean, obviously I'm not going to. <laughs> I feel like something funny is Nikki Glaser. I don't know if you guys follow her on Instagram, but about every week she posts a story that is like weekly reminder that if you hold the screen down, it pauses stories. And she does that because every single week she has people that are like, oh my God, you type so much text. How am I supposed to read it? And she's always like, this is me telling you that if you hold the fucking story down, you can read it. And every single week she's like, I know most of you know this, but I get people that are like, oh my God, that trick changed my life. So the reason I'm saying that is because I feel like every week I have to just say that I read because Julie doesn't want to, not because I don't let her. Okay. Yeah. So for anyone new, that's why. I I feel like like <laughs> I feel like you're making me say it sometimes. Like not not because it's totally not true, but I feel like you're like, Julie, remind them that I'm letting you read if you wanted to. I'm like, yeah, she totally lets me, she lets me read whatever I wanted to. Because <laughs> my biggest fear is that people think that I'm just like taking it over because I don't want you to have any airtime, and that is so not the case. She genuinely looks at me with fear in her eyes and is like, please read, please read. <laughs> 
<laughs> Which like all of my teachers would be so disappointed when they test me in third grade. They're like, oh my God, you're in eighth grade leading, reading level. If they could see where I was now, they'd be distraught. It's only out loud. It's only Oh my out God. Loud. Anyway, backstory, which we do every single fucking time. So Tyler Perry posts this picture and it's a picture of two Fiji water bottles and the caption and, and the price tag on it, which is $9. And the caption is, I'm in my hotel in Minneapolis on Medea's farewell tour. I saw this and got mad as hell. They can't be serious, right? $9? $9? What the hell this water do? Cure cancer? Make hair grow? Did Jesus bottle when he met that woman at the well? Y'all got, y'all got to be kidding me. I will swallow spit and die of dehydration before I pay $9 for a bottle of water. Get the hell out of here. First of all, like, did our dads write that? Yes, seriously. <laughs> seriously. When, I, when we were reading that, we both said to each other, like, this is straight up our dads. Second of all. Yeah, you're right. $9 for Fiji is fucking ridiculous because Fiji's terrible. If it was Vaz, I would have paid $15 for it. But for Fiji? You know what's funny about this is that we posted it. Like I said, it was a caption. It wasn't even a comment. And when we post something, it's just a caption. It has to be really good, which I did think this was really good and really funny. But hilarious. the funny part about it was that it was totally something that plays into our own personal senses of, of like humor because of how strongly we feel about water bottle brands. Right. Like the average person may not understand how much of an attack this was, but we really got it. Because it's like, listen, if you want to charge $9 for smart water, like maybe— it's exactly like Andy King sucking dick for Evian. Evian. Everyone was like, I can't believe he was willing to suck dick. I was like, I can't believe he was willing to suck dick for Evian. That was our first response when everybody was like, I can't believe he did it. I was like, if that was smart water, you'd catch me yeah, on my knees I would day. catch. <laughs> I would suck dick for smart water, but for Evian, please forget it. I wouldn't even give an OTPHJ for it. <laughs> so, Eddie, that was fucking hilarious. Um, <laughs> I feel like Eddie— so many things to say outside after. Okay. Um, the second one was Dylan and Cole Sprouse. So Dylan posted a picture of a throwback when he was younger, and he writes, don't fuck with me, hashtag tough. And Cole comments, I'd beat that face till we were fraternal. And Dylan responds, at Cole Sprouse, identical in every way except my Chinese martial arts training. Come catch these identical hands. <laughs> and some fan account comments, that's Cole. You don't fool me. And he responds, it honestly could be. I have no idea. <laughs> it's hilarious. It was so good. It was so funny. We know when a good— like Sprouse, what happens? It's gonna it's gonna do really well, and it makes us happy. I think their humor is incredibly underrated. I don't think they get enough credit for being like very very funny. Hopefully, we are um, making it a little more well known. No, yeah, you're welcome, guys. <laughs> okay. You're welcome for your careers. <laughs> Same with Will Smith. <laughs> yeah, how you doing, Will? <laughs> Still thriving. You're welcome. <laughs> Our running joke. Um, our winner for that one was was the Sprouse brothers, oh, yeah, yeah. both of them. Well, I'm, it has to be. We have to make their careers. Yeah, <laughs> could right. we not? I know. Sorry, Tyler Perry. We'll get you next week. Um, okay, for clapback, there were also two. So first was Aisha Curry, which if you know anything about her, she is so vocal with her haters. Like she's not at all afraid to kind of come back at them, and I love her for that. So she posted a picture in Umbria, and she writes, "Just being, just being is euphoric in a state of permanent bliss." And someone comments. Who's taking care of your kids? Guess you're not being a mom for a few weeks. And she responds, six days, James. Don't be green jello. Like, fuck you. Yeah, like, they can't go on vacation without their kids. They're fine. First of all, number one, they can't go on vacation without their kids. But, like, second of all, this is the Currys. You think that they can't afford fucking, like, round-the-clock help? Yeah. No, it's it's ridiculous. It is so ridiculous. And then, uh, obviously, moms in droves came to him like, are you fucking kidding? No one ever gives shit for dads for going away. Because it's true. If Steph yeah. Curry posted a picture of himself in Italy, you think anybody's commenting like, wow, left the kids for six days? Also, what? like, what do they mean who's taking care of your kids? Like, I understand if you're going to want to take the statement that, like, she shouldn't leave her kids. Like, I don't understand, but I could 
almost understand. What do you mean who's? Like she just left them at the house in like a, a child playpen for six days and like hoped they'd be okay? That's a sh- like is it they have either zero family, zero help. It's the most bizarre argument. I'll never understand it. And let me tell you something. It is so, this was a guy that left the comment. Obviously the guy's name was James. You will see this so much more. This is like when the feminist part of me comes out. It's like it's much more likely to see a guy leave that comment than a, than a woman. Yeah, because every woman knows that obviously she didn't leave her baby with nobody. What about the fact that Steph literally travels the country as his career? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's so it's, it's so ridiculous. fucking weird. It's like, God, God forbid they're allowed to leave. I'll tell you one thing. When I have kids, like, I'm going on a lot of fucking vacations by myself with my I'm husband. I'm leaving whenever. those fuckers all the time. And they will be in a playpen. Like, how's that? <laughs> but I'll have a private Instagram so no one can say shit. <laughs> <laughs> the nanny cam. Day seven of my kids alone. How you like that? <laughs> Uh, second was Gail King. So she posted a video with the caption, out of town, watching March Madness in a hotel bar. And this lady sums up nicely how we all felt after Duke Squeaks by Virginia Tech, my fave son, class of 2009. I picked Duke to go all the way. Whew. And it was like a video of everybody clearing and uh, cheering and clapping. And someone comments, do you believe in periods and commas? You never use them. And she responds, I don't believe in them. Neither does Bieber. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say. Do you I knew you were. Right? I like did it so quickly so I could beat you to it. <laughs> I didn't even realize that when we put it in, but I just made the joke in my head. That's so funny. First of all, like, of course, Gail King believes in punctuation. She is one of the most intelligent women, in my opinion, in broadcast journalism. If you if you have any doubt of that, just watch her fucking R. Kelly interview and you oh, will see how amazing. eloquent and intelligent and well-spoken she is. But sometimes when you're posting on Instagram, especially when you're really excited about a basketball game, which is something that I could never really relate to, you just forget about using punctuation. And that's what she did. So, like, fuck off again, right? Seriously. These people, it's it's so frustrating, but it's so much fun to kind of validate the responses. I guess if they didn't do it, we would lose a section of our podcast. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, while I hate the trolls, I'm also a little grateful for them because they give us some content. Um, but I like when it's one like this. Like, this is this is a harmful, this is a harmful one. She's she not saying Harm, anything mean. Harmless. Harmless, sorry. Yeah, this is a harmless one. Thank you. <laughs> I just got off a plane. Like, come on. Um, so we're going to give that one to Gail King just because— Gail King clapping back about punctuation is yeah. what I've always wanted to happen. Oh, I love you, Gail King. <laughs> um, okay, moving on now. We also want to talk to you guys about OpenFit. So OpenFit is bringing you something new that makes it even easier to never miss a sweat session. As we know, getting fit and staying healthy always sounds easier than done. So this, the great thing about this is that you can lose the commute to the gym and you let the workouts come to you. So you may be asking yourself, what is it? I'm going to break it down for you. Basically, what OpenFit takes out all of the complexity of losing weight and getting fit. It's a brand new, super simple streaming service that allows you to work out from the comfort of your living room in as little as 10 minutes. Again, you're asking, why should I try it? Everybody's bodies are different, and OpenFit gets that, which is why it's personalized to your needs with custom-tailored original content. I think, personally, that like it's a lot easier to say you're going to go to the gym than to actually go to the gym. And being able to do this in your house, not have to think about it, not have to worry about who's around— it's, it's very, very convenient. Um, they have a lot of trainers and classes. So the classes are led by some of the most effective and engaging trainers in the world. You can sculpt your body with Andrea Rogers, who's the founder of the worldwide sensation Extend Bar, which is amazing. Um, or get in crazy good shape with Hunter McIntyre, who was named by Sports Illustrated as one of the top 50 fittest athletes. These trainers know how to get you results and quickly, which is amazing, obviously. I think also the simplicity about it is something that's really desirable. So you can forget all the complexity and stress around getting fit and just press play and work out on your schedule. You can do 600 seconds with celebrity trainer Devin Wiggins, which packs the fit, fat burning, muscle building, and body sculpting benefits of much longer sessions into a fraction of that time. 
And it's accessible. Like you can do it anywhere. So you can do it on your computer, on a web-enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, Roku, whatever, wherever you are. It's so convenient. And again, not having to worry about having to get to the gym. I just think it gives you a lot of freedom. It's a lot more autonomy. You can lose up to 15 pounds in just the first 30 days, flatten your abs, shape your body, and look and feel great. So again, with our code COMMENTS, you can join on a fitness journey personalized just for you. Again, use the code COMMENTS and start using OpenFit for your journey to a healthier life. And right now, during the OpenFit 30-Day Challenge, our listeners get a special extended 30-day free trial membership to OpenFit, where you can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days when you text COMMENTS to 303030. Again, if you text COMMENTS to 303030, you'll get full access to OpenFit, all of the workouts and nutrition information totally free. Again, just text COMMENTS to 303030. Okay, moving on now to our Kardashian recap. You guys, I missed it. I know, right? Yeah. What do we want to start with, Julie? Why don't you pick? You've been gone forever. <laughs> also, just a reminder to anybody, like, that we're not talking about the episode in this section because Emma has not watched yet because she was in Germany. At, yes, but also we wouldn't anyway because we want to devote an entire episode to it. Like, we want to break it down scene by scene, like— Evolution by evolution. We got the amount of inboxes that we got, and I haven't watched it yet. You obviously can speak to it more of like, please, can you guys do an in-depth one about Scott and like his evolution? First of all, the answer is obviously yes, because we could talk about that all day. But I wonder what, I'm so excited to see what in the episode was so, like so showed his evolution yeah, so I'm much. so excited for you to see it. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Um, so first of all, Travis and Kylie, as we are happy and thrilled to report, seem to be doing completely fine. See what I wrote? <laughs> Julie writes, Travis and Kylie doing fine. In parentheses, Jonas Brothers repeat doing fine. <laughs> I, and then she writes, LMFAO. Well, actually, Isabel wrote the LMFAO because she was editing the doc while I did it. I love like, when you throw in little things to throw me off as I'm reading it. It's like very yeah. cute of you. Thank you. Uh, we should post a picture of the actual outline sometimes so people can see what we're working off of. Yeah. It's, it's very funny. Um, so, yeah, they're on vacation together. She is thriving. She's never looked better. Oh, my God. I just can't with her. There's I'm so happy they're okay. You don't even get it. I feel at peace. No, Julie was stressed about this one, honest to God. Yeah, I was. I'm not just saying that. She really was. She wasn't stressed. That she. We both genuinely felt like everything was fine. But when there ever, you know, when there's— what, I just needed the proof. I exactly. needed the proof that everything was okay. Exactly. You never know. Like, why did they start in the beginning? Um, also, everybody was asking us about Jordan Woods, her, her mom, Elizabeth Woods, comment on Kylie's picture. So basically, Kylie posted a picture, which— Oh my God, Stormy with she's this. She's so fucking cute. Forget about how fucking cute she yeah, is. The that pink Birkin, pink I know. Pink Birkin bag. This girl is literally one and a half. That's like a $40,000 bag, and it's like her beach bag. I can't even handle it. Um, anyway, and Jordan's mom commented with like three red hearts, which broke the fucking internet. Everybody it is went really wild. interesting that she it did that. It is interesting. I don't know what, I don't, again, I don't have, I don't know what that means. I mean, I do know what it means in the sense of nobody was ever mad at Kylie. Like, it's not like, right. nobody, and for but sure just, nobody was mad at Stormy. Right, it's just interesting. Like, if your daughter has an like an issue with somebody, whether it was the person's fault or not, it's just interesting to comment on their picture. It's like if me and you got into a fight one day and then we stopped talking. Yeah, actually, my mom would probably still I comment was, on your picture. That's what I was about to say. She probably still would. So yeah. that's that's why. Like, it's interesting. It, it's interesting. I, I, I didn't like think about it until then. But my mom's also a social media whore. So like, <laughs> but so is Elizabeth Woods. Yeah, she really is. Also, just for anybody anywhere. Her mom, the reason that Jordan's mom is, like, more of a thing or, like, more well-known is because she is Jordan's manager. Right. Or, like, she has—they have Woods management. So she does this. She's very much in the scene. It's not like she's just randomly Jordan's mom that, like, knows Kylie. So her comments sometimes, I guess, 
I don't mean they carry more weight, but they pay, the people don't pay more attention to her because it's not people like she has no it, idea right. what's going on. Like she's a blue check, doesn't she? I think so. I think she does. Um, so that's just interesting. I don't know. Again, I still think, I still don't think that there's, when I say bad blood, I don't think that Kylie has any like hatred towards Jordan. I just don't. Well, Kylie came out and said that um, when everyone was asking her about the lip kit being 50% off the Jordan one, she was like, I, I didn't do that. And like Jordan knows that I would never do that. So I want to give you credit. In the, when we were, do you remember what I'm going to say? No. In, in the Jordan Get episode, when we talked about that, and we said how, like, that was really strategic. Oh, and I said that there's no way Kylie is. You were like, Kylie didn't even know. And I was like, there's no way she didn't know. You were right. She didn't know. She, I don't think she's that petty. And also, I don't think she, she has that much involvement with the little day-to-day details of the website. I think somebody who is either, like, in the company that's in charge of their promos and whatever was like, here's an amazing opportunity to, like, sell out these love kits. Or they were on sale before. No, I don't think they were on sale before. Oh, you think somebody did I think did somebody really no one- took advantage. I, I mean, like— I guess if I'm Kylie, I can't blame somebody because that's incredibly intelligent thinking. It's just, like, very petty. Yeah. It was interesting. So she came out, so, like, point, case over, case closed about that um, for everybody that was curious of whether or not that was intentional and wasn't. Also, yes, obviously we're going to talk about North and JoJo Siwa's video. <laughs> North is so fucking cute. She didn't say one thing in that whole video except for yes. <laughs> North was, for anybody that didn't watch, I'm sure you guys did, JoJo Siwa, who is a— viral uh, YouTuber and makes more money than fucking all of us combined and she's literally like 15. Yeah. She, North is obsessed with her and Kim brought North to the house and they did a video for JoJo's YouTube called like Babysitting Northwest and literally her whole thing is like her her world and her house is like a kid's dream world. There's glitter everywhere, there's slime everywhere, there's her room has a fucking slide in it with like like, it's insane. It's my worst nightmare. There, I said it. That house literally gave me so much anxiety. It looked like, it looked like JoJo was on an episode of Extreme Makeover Home Edition. They were like, what do you like? And she was like, glitter and rainbows. And then, boom, she was stuck with it for the rest for of her life. For the rest of her life. I know. And she loves every second of it. What was funny about this, that we didn't even talk about it, is you think Northwest has everything. Like, you think this little girl cannot be impressed. What could she possibly be impressed by? But then you realize that the stuff that she's impressed by is not the same as us. Like, she doesn't know how cool it is to be on a private jet. She doesn't know how cool it is that, like, Martin Ballard, Ballard like, designed their house. So to her, the fact that Kanye has the most neutral, non-kid-friendly color scheme right. at their house, he's, she's probably like, I've never seen this many colors in my fucking life. That's going to be my kid when they go to somebody else's house because you bet your ass there's not going to be an ounce of color in my house. That was like me when I was growing up and I'd go to a kid's house and they had Oreos. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, I only had the organic Numinos. Like, I couldn't believe it. That's how I felt like North was seeing color. Do you know what I'm uh, saying? Of course I know exactly what you mean. When you walk into somebody else's food cabinet and it's like is that Wonder Bread because I have never <laughs> seen that before in my fucking in my, life this, this is real it's not just in the movies like <laughs> literally I went to somebody's house and they had Wonder Bread I was like I don't think I'm allowed to have that <laughs> that's how I felt about soda not even that I like soda but the fact that I saw it in someone else's refrigerator like my oh mom my God. I, yeah yeah it's crazy so that's how that's a perfect analogy actually to how North probably felt walking to JoJo's house and of course and it was so cute Kim was there and Kim was like I don't know if you noticed this so in the video they make slime and North makes a fucking mess yeah I was mess, gonna say this which like it's obviously not you know I don't know if we're gonna say the same thing but anyway she makes a mess everywhere and when she comes back Kim's like oh did you guys have fun and she's like yeah and she's like did you make a mess or she's like yeah and Kim was like, okay, North, we have to clean that up. Like, she made a point to say. That's exactly what I was going to say. It was like, and it was so typical. Like, it was so, like, real mom being like, okay, go clean it up before we leave. And, like, the other person who you were having the play date with and their mom is like, no, no, it's okay. Like, it's so fine. Don't worry about it. Like, that's what JoJo did. She's like, she doesn't have to clean it up. I know. It was. North's like, yeah, fuck, of course I don't have to clean up. I've never had to clean up anything <laughs> in my life. 
<laughs> it was just so cool to see. Like, an, it, we see North and the Kardashians, and we see her in the Instagram stories, but we never really see this. This was just her. Kim wasn't even there. There's a lot of her in the episode of Keeping Up the Kardashians. Oh, I can't a wait lot to watch. of her. I can't wait to watch. So this was just really cool. I think it's also always fun when Kim or when any of them do kind of like collabs with different YouTubers. Like when Kim did the thing with James Charles. Like I love that. I think that yeah. comes from us being so passionate about YouTube. Uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, let me, you know. <laughs> right? <laughs> when they show up in, in Dobrik's videos, like, I'm just going to lose my mind. I know. North and Dobrik's video would be stop, fucking amazing. Stop, stop, Kim would never allow that. No. But holy fuck if she would. Anyway, so yeah, that was iconic. Also, as Julie is. I don't even want to talk about it. You can say it. <laughs> Sunday service is going to Coachella. And yes to the literally hundreds of inboxes Something I've come to terms with <laughs> is that I, I don't even want to see that Coachella. Like, it's fine. I want to be there for the private, like, th- Sunday service, non-rehearsed, not a big deal, private showing of it. I don't need to be at Coachella for it. It's fine. I'm over it. <laughs> She's just saying that out loud to make herself feel better. <laughs> but yeah, she, her head is on the table. No, it, yes, Julie was as distraught. I mean, just be honest with them. You were fucking distraught. I'm still distraught. She still is. It, it wasn't even a joke. You like couldn't talk to her about it. I do agree with you, though. I have total faith that one day we'll get there to the private one and the Coachella one will be like child's play. Okay. Okay? Yeah. I promise. Promise. We'll make it there one day. <laughs> um, also, so Kim, Chloe, and Courtney were on Kimmel. Uh, Jimmy was in Vegas for the show, and he brought them on, obviously, to talk about the new season. I'm curious if you guys watched this year. Thoughts on it? I thought this was a little bit of an interesting interview. It wasn't their typical. I felt like their dynamic was not necessarily off, but just a little different. I don't know if part of that was their so. And honestly, this like may sound crazy. I know they're used to doing interviews everywhere, but when you're so used to doing Kimmel in one like particular spot and then this was a totally different audience it was a totally different vibe it could have thrown them off a little just honestly I think the other thing is like with the three of them the dynamic's always weird because you realize that like everyone wants to know things about Kim and the other ones like first of all there's not a ton to ask Courtney about her life has pretty much been stagnant for the past like few years except for the push coming out and with Chloe anything you want to ask her you literally can't like Kimmel asked her um about Tristan, and it was like a phrase incredibly uncomfortable moment. So he's he's talking to Kim, and then he like switches without really making it clear that he was switching to Chloe. And he was like, "Tell me about this guy you had a baby with." And she was like, "Are you are you talking to me?" And he was like, "Yeah, do you you think you're done with NBA players?" And she's like, "Well, I have a type or something like that." And like it was just a little uncomfortable. Like I don't think Chloe was mad about it. It was just like the way he phrased it was like a little weird. He's like, "So you think that you should stop with NBA players?" And she was like, "Listen, I like what I like, but yeah, yeah. she's like, I should probably listen to my grandma and like date an accountant." And I'm thinking like, "Listen, is an accountant gonna cheat on you? No, but like you're not gonna get fucked by a CPA the same way that Tristan is. Like there's just no way. I, I get it. Like yeah. I, I, you know. Although Justin Sylvester would disagree with that statement. Justin Sylvester would disagree <laughs> with that. Yes, he was saying he was like, "It's the hedge fund guys and Morgan Stanley that are gonna like tie you up and like right? Isn't that what he said? Yeah. Um, I don't know who." Knows. One could only hope. <laughs> One could only hope that all of the Jewish guys in our frats at Syracuse who are now working in Morgan Stanley have the same sex game as Tristan Thompson. And for them, you know what? I hope so. Yeah, I pray for I them. I pray for you guys. Um, so, yeah, anyway, that was, she was on there. Kim was talking about, uh, so uh, Kim was asking her about like the kids and whatever. This was my favorite part of the interview. They showed a clip from the season of Kim and North in in the SUV and there's all these cameras and, and North is like, why everywhere that we go? Like, do people have to take pictures of us? And Kim's like, well, I'm going to explain something to you. Your dad is Kanye West. He is an artist and a musician and your mom is Kim Kardashian and she just has too many talents to count. And, and then it cuts back to the stage and, and Jimmy was like, that was so 
crazy like to see like I bet your kids ask you this all the time and she was like North sometimes literally will roll down the window and be like Kim Kardashian's in here (laughs) she walks out she's like Kanye West is my dad Kanye West is my dad which is so funny because there's that clip of them at Nobu and Chris says to Mason like who's your favorite rapper and he's like and and North goes Kanye West is my dad like which is my favorite clip of all time and it's so funny it was so funny I don't know I did something about the whole I love those are the moments that I live for the yeah. under this cover under like behind the scenes stuff also Kim said that for the fourth child that's coming, which we all forgot was coming in light of everything else, that she wants a typical Armenian name. So they were joking with the idea of Rob potentially, which apparently her Rob Cardat, like her brother, is fine yeah. with. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I don't think they're going to name him Rob because I I don't think she would announce it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she's never, like, been like, oh, we're leaning towards this name and it'll probably be it. Yeah. It was also interesting when Penel- uh, when Courtney was like, yeah, you know, we try to test out a name. She's like, like, Rain was Preston for a day. I added Preston to my um, list of baby names I keep on my phone. After you heard that clip? Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, I like that one. Really? I've known a couple of Prestons, and I forgot I liked the name. But the thing is, you can't—what's short for Preston? Like, Prest? That's so funny because I was having this conversation with my mom, and I was, like, reading her my list of baby names, which is, like, getting significant longer and it like didn't bother me to not have a nickname for it like every name like oh, really? she was saying like what are you gonna what are you gonna nickname she was like up in arms that I like the top of my baby name list is like the name Kennedy and she was like you can't name your kid that and I was like fuck yeah I can well Kenny I guess well yeah Ken. I was like I was like don't call him that though call him Kennedy that's his name <laughs> you have you'll see like like Courtney said you'll see the soul of the child and then you'll be able yeah, to it's decide. gonna be Kennedy <laughs> Um, I just thought that that was so interesting. Like no, that it she was. was talking about it. I I don't know. To me, I always feel like when the kid comes, that's when you name it. But I guess it's not how it always works. Well, Kim also said like we usually wait three to four days to like. So the kid's just nameless. It's just like yeah. yeah. I guess you're never calling it though. It's not like baby, like come in here, <laughs> North. Get your ass in here. You're three days old. So I start pulling weight around this house. <laughs> I think North was always North though. Obviously, North sounds such like such a normal name now. When we first heard it, we were like, is this bitch a compass? Like, we we were so, <laughs> we were like, what is going on here? And it's so normal now. Do you even think about it? No, of course. It, it's like she was never not North. It's funny because she used to be Nori. She, and they, she, she was, but they don't call her Nori anymore. It's always North maybe now. Maybe behind closed doors they do. I don't think so. Um, <laughs> I, I, Nor- think Nor- I, would, I think I would know. <laughs> Nori's Blackwick would think otherwise. Um, so anyway, that was fun. Kim has never looked more beautiful. Oh my God. We say that every because time. every time I see her, I'm just, and I know, I, I know that, that, I know like we're going to get backlash for this. Like she sets unrealistic beauty standards and she's had a lot of work done and she doesn't announce it. I know, I know, I know all of those things. Yes. But solely aesthetically, she is so absolutely stunning. Oh my yeah. God. The work w- is good work in my personal opinion. Same. That's my opinion. So no one get mad at me for saying it. They're so my opinion. I know. Um, Anyway, that was like the major things that happened, I think, in the world of Kardashian news. Oh, lastly was that two things. One, Kylie said that Stormy isn't going to be on Keeping Up with Kardashians until she can decide for herself. The reason I found this so fascinating is because I wonder if any of that was a reflection of her feeling like her being on before she necessarily had say impacted her. I mean, I, I'm sure that's a place of it, but I feel like, don't you feel like they all say that and then it's like, oh, well, my kid's on TV. Yeah. Well, it's kind of interesting because I feel like, especially with like True, for example, like Chloe can never say, I don't want her on TV because I feel like she is always with her. So it's like, when is Chloe apart from her that she's going to be able to film this many scenes without her? Yeah. And I think also a lot of them, It's a, I think it's a personal decision. I don't think you can say, I mean, you, you hear this all the time with like, Ariel Charnas, right? Something Navy. I don't know. Yeah. If I'm, if, I'm sure a lot of you guys know who she is. She's a, a influencer. And part of her brand has really become showing her adorable, beautiful children that are we are so obsessed with. And they're, oh my God, they're just beyond. And she gets questions all the time. Like, do you ever regret 
doing this because they they don't have the, the chance to decide. And she said no. I mean, she feels totally confident in it. I think that it really depends on the person. I really do. I don't think that's a decision that anyone else can make. I think that as the mother, as the as the parent, you have to you get to I make agree. that decision. Um, but I thought that was interesting. And lastly, just a Kylie Jordan update. We follow this guy. You've got no mail, and he posted. He was at some, I forget the name of the bar in London, and he was with Jordan. And you're not allowed to have phones at this place, which is part of the reason that they, the Kardashians aren't allowed at this particular bar or club or whatever it is because they don't like press, and the Kardashians obviously bring cameras everywhere they go. And he, he posted an Instagram, which was his conversation with his friend telling them about the night. And he was saying how he met Jordan, how she was so cool, so so nice. They talked about it for a, little, like for a second, and she was apparently relieved that the Kardashians weren't allowed there, which she didn't even know, he told them. Right. He told her, and that she said that she missed Stormy more than she missed Kylie. I totally believe that. Again, like we don't know. This, this guy posted. I believe him. I don't. I don't. I'm literally just reporting on that. But it, it was interesting to hear that. So interesting. And I also like, don't think she said it. Wait, I just don't think she said it maliciously. Like I don't even fucking miss Kylie. I miss her no, kid. No, no, no. I think it yeah. was just like yeah, it hurts. But like it fucking kills me that I can't see Stormy. Yeah, because you always. Say it's it. kind of like like first of all, like Jordan was there for the first full year of her life every single day, like helping to raise her. So it would be like it would be like if your parents split up and, and your mom wouldn't let your dad or your mom wouldn't let your, whoever see you. It's like the same kind of thing. Like it obviously would kill you if you spent every day with th- this baby that you've grown such an attachment to over a year and then all of a sudden it was out of your life. No, totally. I can imagine that's really hard for her. I, I have a lot of, I do, I have a lot of empathy for that situation. One thing I realized, I think we're, I think that's it for Kardashian, right? I think so. But one thing I realized is that we didn't touch on the, an update on the college scandal. Because it literally happened as we were walking in here, so it's not on the outline, but I still want to give it. Do you want to give that? Yeah, so, I mean, the details are not clear, um, but Felicity Hoffman and um, Lori Laughlin had their court dates today, and apparently Lori Laughlin like, walked into the courthouse, like, completely fine, saying hi to her fans, signing autographs. Like, um, that's big dick energy, by the way. Seriously, big dick energy. Huge. So, um, apparently, from what I've read— if they're offered a plea deal, it's going to include jail time. Like, there's no way they're taking a plea deal that won't have any jail time attached. And the maximum sentence that they can get is 20 years. There's no way, no way they're serving 20 years for this. But it's it's going to be really interesting to see what they do get. I think the, the point that they're trying to make in this is that, you know— being rich and being able to spend money on things is what got them into this mess, and it's it's not going to be the thing that gets them out of it. Exactly. Someone lit- the I forget who it was, but just came out and was like, having money, like, we have to stop this. It got us into this mess in the first place, the fact that we treat those with financial means so differently than those who don't, and so we're not going to allow that to be to take place in sentencing. Also, I was just quickly on Instagram to looking to see if um, th- there was something Kardashian, and this is happening in live time. Amber Rose just announced that she's pregnant. <gasps> With AE's baby. She writes, at AE4, President and I are super excited to announce that we have a sweet little baby boy on the way. P.S. Sebastian is so happy to be a big brother. And it's a picture of her getting her sonogram. Holy shit. Okay. I, I don't want- know why it's kind of emotional. Sebastian's going to be the best big brother. I know. I'm really happy for her. She, yeah. lo- I know every guy she's with, she like says it's her soulmate, but she really loves this guy. Yeah. <laughs> we say this about every her guy. Her and Wiz really loved each other too. But they still do. They, they, yeah, they have an amazing they relationship. They have an amazing relationship. And Wiz is such a good dad. That such Oreo commercial dad. kills me every, every single, single time, time it comes on. You know how we are. What is it? What are the three things? Okay. okay. P- good punctuation. Guys with good punctuation with like kids. Not with kids, but like really good with kids. <laughs> oh my God. If you use a comma and have a baby, forget about it. <laughs> and you have a grandma that you like help across the street. Shut the fuck no, up. I'm like, what? I know. Um... Yeah, so that, that happened in lifetime. Anyway, guys, full recap of the episode of Kardashian coming tomorrow and like 
totally going to break it down. I can literally cannot wait. I, this is this is why I want to come back to America. Honestly, I was having a good time, but like I need to get back here just to watch that episode. Not for me. <laughs> a little bit. Um, anyway, okay, we love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. And just a gentle reminder that if you listen to the Justin episode and you enjoyed it, it would it really, really benefits us um, when you guys write reviews and rate it. So if you feel inclined to do that, we'd really appreciate it. And again, you can find this on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. And we will see you tomorrow and then next week. Get the champagne ready. The NBA Finals are here. Welcome to the NBA Finals. Let's raise our glasses and our rings to the two phenomenal teams left standing. My goodness! Here's the high-stakes action to thrilling moments we can't miss. He ties the game at the buzzer. And to crowning our next champion. Here's a toast to the NBA Finals. The 2024 NBA Finals presented by YouTube TV continue on ABC.